everybody and welcome to Polly Waffle where we waffle on about politics. Season two is Girl Power. I'm LK and that's Rossi. Hey mate. G'day. How is your shit? Uh, not bad. Um, watching season three of Master of None. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen any seasons. What? Yeah. Didn't Old Mate get cancelled for something? I can't keep up. Yeah, he did get cancelled because he was um, accused of um, sexually assaulting women, multiple women maybe, or a woman. Anyway, mm-hmm. season three, he's not in it. He's just directing it. He does have a couple of um, scenes but not really. It's so good. I love it so much. It's a- good art. I'll check it out when I'm uh- – on summer vacay because this is the last episode of this season before we go on summer vacay hashtag white claw summer hashtag rossi's not having a summer vacay because she's in lockdown hashtag lk wins yep except we're going to do one more episode on this season next oh. week <laughs> <laughs> okay cool <laughs> good with the segue <laughs> it was so good but um we got one more episode of this one because we're going to do um politics for dummies where we explain all the all the words like it's like we assume you know nothing okay so we're going to explain what the word politics means but tune in it's gonna be yeah. great yeah it's gonna be lush oh mate have you been paying attention to this belarus plane ryanair situation actually have no idea tell me Okay, before I start, I know very little about Belarus. I once had an intern from there. She was good at tennis. That's pretty much the extent of my knowledge. So just stick with me. But there's a journalist. His name's Roman. He's 26. He's from Belarus. Hang on one second. Sorry. Is um, Minsk in Belarus? Minsk is the capital of Belarus. Okay, I also know someone from Belarus then. Carry on. Okay. Good at tennis? Uh, good at dancing. Well, same, same. Very athletic nation, yeah, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there's this journalist that created this app where people in Belarus could communicate with each other without it being supervised by the government. It seems like the government in Belarus is run by a madman and is pretty shit. So um, he's been on their radar for a long time because he's is helping organize protests through this app and the government don't like it. Okay. He was kind of exiled from Belarus a couple of years ago. On Sunday, he was on a flight from, uh, I can't remember where he was going. He was flying from Greece to, let's say, Latvia. I think it was Latvia or Lithuania, whatever, somewhere. He's going from Greece to somewhere else. And uh, the Belarusian government made the plane land in Minsk in Belarus and now he has been detained along with his girlfriend and um, apparently as the plane was landing and he realised that it was being diverted to Belarus, he said, you know, the police are going to kill me, you have to help me and they've released video of him from prison. It looks like there is some damage to his face um, and it's very concerning. Wow, that is full on. Yeah, and he's 26. Like I just think when we were 26, I probably didn't even know what an app was, first of all, but like, yeah, it's full on. And everyone everyone who's not the Belarusian government is like, guys, you've got to let him go, and um, they're not. And even the 
opposition leader in Belarus has been exiled from Belarus. It's like one of those situations. Okay. Yeah. But if if Belarus don't want to listen to the rest of the world, like what's the consequence for them? Probably nothing. Well, the issue is that Ryanair is an Irish air carrier and I think there's rumours that to make the plane divert Belarusian air control had said something like, oh, there's a bomb threat. Like they lied to divert the plane and then they basically like they basically kidnapped this guy who was not anywhere near Belarus and they made him, they sort of violated international law to make him be in Belarus. Wow. Like, I mean, this is the drastic end of the scale, but like everyone doesn't want to play with North Korea, but there's no consequence with for them because they don't want to play with anyone either. Like it's not like they want to go to the G8 summit or anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't even care about the Olympics. Guys. Yeah. So like. What what do, how does it affect Belarus? Not really, probably. Is Belarus EU? Uh, not Eurovision. What <laughs> <laughs> the internet cares um, about this week? What happened to that Italian guy snorting the cocaine? By the way, do, do, do. Uh, mate, I don't know because um, I was I had food poisoning during Eurovision and didn't really get to watch it. Okay, okay? Sorry, I, let's not talk about Eurovision. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, oh, Belarus is not in the EU, so forget that. Yeah, they don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, today, are you ready to crack into the meat of the sandwich? <laughs> is that your new thing that you're going to say? Yeah. Lee, let's get into this meat. Okay. It's a kiwi sandwich because today we're cover- covering our second NZPM, Helen Clark. What do you know about Helen? What do I know about Helen? She was, I don't want to ruin it for you, but she was the, the she was actually not the first female prime minister of New Zealand, she, but she was the first elected prime minister, female prime minister. Yeah. New Zealand love a woman. They're so progressive. Love it. I know. Oh, it pisses me off. I mean, I love it, but also I'm gel. Um yeah, the first one was Jenny Shipley, who coincidentally uh, looks a bit like Helen. Yeah. Got a similar vibe, yeah. And actually, I think there was a time when they were running against each other. Imagine that. Oh. Well, the, the last election, the last uh, New Zealand election was two female leaders. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. What a place. What a place. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Um, so Helen, Helen Elizabeth Clark, the 37th Prime Minister of New Zealand from, do you like that? That was my accent. Good one. Yeah, thanks. From 99 to 2008, which is later than I thought, because I remember Helen being around for most of my childhood, like during the John Howard years, it was also Helen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that too now you say that. Yeah. Um, and despite... Running for what she run for nine years, she's only the fifth longest serving prime minister of New Zealand. So they must have long terms. Yeah, there's a lot of logistics to run an election. Yeah, look, it is. Yeah, a lot of printing posters and yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. So she was born on February 26, nineteen fifty, which makes her a Pisces, quite strict and introspective. Yeah. Good qualities yeah. as a leader. Yeah. Good bit of discipline. Yeah. 
Um, she was brought up on a farm outside Hamilton, which isn't that where bloody Jacinda came from as well? Yes, Hamilton. leaders and sheep since (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny though there must be about three people in hamilton and two of them have been prime minister (laughs) look up real quick the population of hamilton probably like i think it's quite near auckland to be fair new zealand's all about north island south island okay i got you i got i got a map in front of me Hang on. It's six degrees Celsius there right now. It is. Oh, yeah, it is kind of near Auckland. Um, Population currently of 165,000. That's nothing. That's fucking nothing. Good on them. Batting above their weight. That's not how that thing goes. Batting above their average, punching above their weight. Yeah, you you mixed them up. Yeah, that's okay. Righto. (laughs) Her mum was a teacher. Her dad was a farmer. And then as always happens, Became involved in politics, university, yada, yada, yada. That stuff is so boring. Don't you find that stuff boring? Yeah, I know, but that's where they really cut their teeth. And they probably do juicy, interesting stuff and they have those raw opinions at that stage in their life. Like why doesn't the internet not tell us more about that kind of stuff? Well, because have you ever been in a uni class with those people? They are so fucking annoying. They're the most annoying people in the whole world. They've always got an opinion about every fucking thing and, like, the class will be over and they're still talking and no one's making eye contact with them and the teacher's, like, dusting the blackboard dusters, like, giving the signal that it's time to go and the person is still talking. Wow. Yeah. That was a real-life experience there for you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, um... I say this with all the love in the world, but I think Helen was a dirty hippie growing up. Um, She protested a lot against the Vietnam War and campaigned against foreign military bases in New Zealand. So um, not about any military presence, not about war, all about free love and good times. Hates the military. Okay, she went to university to study politics in 68, yada, 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 boring. In 1974, she ran for parliament but didn't get any position. Uh, Then she ran again in 81 and won the seat of Mount Albert, which I don't know if it's fancy, but it sounds fancy. That's uh, Jacinda's. Is it? Jacinda's seat, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Pretty sure, yeah. Wow. So Jacinda's just taken Helen's playbook, Mm -hmm. grew her hair out, and uh, replayed the uh, model. Well, good on her. Uh, So she held that seat until 2009 and then probably Jacinda got her hooks into it, which good for her. But also remember Jacinda used to work for Helen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 because they're from the same party. So her first motion as a member of parliament was condemning the U.S. Navy's deployment of nuclear cruise missiles in the Pacific. So remember this is during the Cold War when everyone is obsessed with making sure that Russia and the U.S. don't kill themselves and each other in the process. Mm -hmm. There's lots of nuclear energy. Mm -hmm. And the Western world, for lack of a better term, is very pro-America because they're very anti-communist. Next minute, Helen shows up and she's like, look, they're both bad, but at least the Soviets aren't cutting up the ocean in the same way and they're not trying to put nukes on our 
land. So they both need to calm down. But like, if I had my pick, I'd probably go with the Soviets. You know? Wow, big move, Helen. Yeah, big move, Helen. So that raised a few ears. I mean, she was reasonable about it. She's not a dickhead. So, so she became like the disarmament uh, politician, which in 1983 was not, you know, it was not popular because everyone was like, well, shit, we need to nuke up because mm. Jesus Christ, what if the Russians come at us? We got nothing. And she was like, well, settle down, guys. Maybe if we had less weapons, then everybody would calm their shit a little bit, you know? Very sensible. Very sensible, Helen. Oh, shit, is she sensible? She also... Uh, during her first role in Parliament, was responsible for, <laughs> it's funny now, banning smoking in schools. <laughs> Which should just be given. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and she also campaigned for the autonomy of midwives, so letting midwives do their work without having to have a doctor present, oh. which is like a big feminist thing because midwives um, are mostly women and doctors back in the day were mostly men and so it's it's saying you know let women help other women through this process and interesting I'm going to butcher this but um, I have a friend in New Zealand who's having a baby and I don't want to say her name in case I fuck up this information but she said um, that in New Zealand a midwife is automatically free and uh, OBGYN if you want a doctor to deliver your baby you have to pay for it. So correct me if I'm wrong, but that's what I heard when we chatted. (laughs) Righto. So then in 1990 to 1993, she gets the post of Deputy Leader of the Opposition. And then in 93, she becomes Leader of the Opposition. And she is in opposition to another woman, Jenny Shipley, who looks just like her. They both got short hair, glasses. They're white women of the same age. It's amazing. (laughs) Like if they were playing that doppelganger game that was popular on Facebook a couple of years ago, they would put each other on. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, righto. This is interesting. So she becomes PM in 1999 and it, this is so New Zealand. So in addition to being Prime Minister, like the head of state, she's also the Minister for Arts, Culture and Heritage throughout her reign. She's responsible for New Zealand's Security Intelligence Service and for Ministerial Services. So that's a lot of jobs. It is a lot of jobs. I feel like it's too many jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she has a um, micromanaging issue though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sensible people sometimes can veer that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing everything right, it's very easy to just say, well, I'll just do everything. Yep, yep. Yeah, my mum's a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Moving on. <laughs> um. Oh, so during her period in office, um, there are a number of like, high-profile women around her. The Chief Justice was a woman, the Governor-General was a woman, and the Speaker of the House were all women. Love it. I know. Ugh. Um, Major policy achievements during her – I keep calling it reign. She's not the queen. During her terms (laughs) (laughs) um, were a 5% minimum wage increase every year. Good. Yep. 
interest-free student loans and the creation of district health boards, which sounds boring, but I bet was really helpful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there aren't too many controversies around Helen. Um, The one that I thought was the funniest was that um, in 2004, she was on her way to the rugby. And you know how Kiwis are obsessed with rugby? They love it, yes. They fucking love it. Um, anyway, they're rushing to get her to the rugby and they were going as fast as 172 kilometres per hour and they got booked by the other police because that is an outrageous speed to be driving. Wow. Did she get to the rugby day? Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did. And she later she said she was busy working in the back seat and didn't realise that they were going so fast. But I feel like you'd feel 172. I've never gone at 172, but... I feel like you would know. Yeah. yeah. I bet she was sitting in the back like cheering them on with their all-black scarf. Yeah. They were probably playing the Wallabies too. It was probably Tez. <laughs> Proud of myself for knowing the name of the Wallabies. <laughs> well done. Uh, thanks. Um, so then after her term, she's been really impressive. You know how we talk about how most of these people just go on the speaker circuit and make a lot of money? Yep. She is actually stepping up. She became the administrator for the United Nations World Food Program wow. in 2009 and was the first woman to lead that. She made a bid to be the Secretary General of the UN wow. uh, in 2018. I know. She got really close, but she didn't get it. But she'll probably keep running, which is nice. And uh, in July of last year, she became the head of the panel at the World Health Organization that is going to handle the overall response to the coronavirus outbreak. So she's like fixing coronavirus when she could be sitting at home watching rugby. She could be, but she's not. Good on you, Helen. She's so good. So she got married. So she was with this guy. His name's Peter. He's a sociologist. She's been with Peter the sociologist since 76. They got married in 81, but she said it was only for political reasons and she doesn't really believe in marriage. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. Uh, She is agnostic and she really doesn't like the monarchy. She really wants New Zealand to be a republic. She said, um, I think it's inevitable that New Zealand will become a republic and that would reflect the reality that New Zealand is a totally sovereign, independent, 21st century nation, 12,000 miles from the United Kingdom, which can't really argue with Helen. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon New Zealand will go before Australia. Yeah, because they just, they're a bit faster moving. Yeah. Um, so that's Helen. She wears some good lipsticks. I hope she gets to be Secretary General of the UN. And... Uh, just fucking New Zealand. Every time you find out more, it's good. I know. You just want to move there. Except you don't want to go the you don't want to move to the South Island because that's the adventure island and they make you skydive. Like <laughs> can't get a residency visa unless you skydive. It's time for Cruise Mary Shag. Oh, Cruise Mary Shag. Okay. Okay. This is Trans Tasman edition. Julia Gillard, first Australian PM, Jacinda Ardern, third New Zealand PM, or our mate Helen, second New Zealand PM? Oh, this is tricky but in a good way. Like usually this game is tricky in a shit way. Um, Okay, first up, I'm probably meant to leave this one to the end, but I would shag Jacinda. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely, 100%. I think she's been a choice for me before and I chose to shag her also. Yeah, yeah. You don't not look like her, by the way. I think you said the same thing, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) We're just repeating this game. This is just repeat content. Um, Okay, then I've got Julia Gullia and Helen or, well, Julia also never got married, but I wouldn't be so cruel as to do that to Helen, who has openly said that she doesn't believe in marriage. So I think I would go on a cruise ship with Helen Clark. Yep. And then also maybe I could like sit in on a couple of those UN calls. Yep. I reckon they'd be pretty bozo, but like it'd be good to say you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just in the background, just like listening in. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. While I'm like, flipping through a glossy magazine on the balcony of the cruise ship. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. But like we're in port because you can't get internet on the on the sea. Well, you can, but it's just like slow as balls. I'm so glad you know all these things. <laughs> we also one day just have to do an episode that's like behind the scenes cruise style. Oh, no, not oh. fit for public consumption. <laughs> <laughs> So then finally I would marry Julia Gullia because I love her and also yesterday she went and got her second COVID vaccine in a pair of soft pants with colourful stars on them. They're amazing. (laughs) She is amazing. I was, you know, I don't like to say anything negative about Julia, Mm. but her hair does seem to have faded. So maybe it's more a complaint about Timmy. I think she's just doing that. I think she's just aging gracefully. Look, I was talking to someone the other day about how aging gracefully is a lie and um, this woman is in her 50s and she said if you get to your 50s and you have a choice about whether your uterus gets taken out or not, don't get it taken out because it makes your face crumple. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's keep it in there. Yeah, keep it in there and um, just inject all the hormones forever. Aging gracefully is a lie because it also um, affects your muscle density and makes you weaker and that's how you get frail. By having your uterus removed? Yeah. Okay. But some people, you know, some people it has to come out. Like sometimes, you know, there's shit wrong with it. (laughs) Sometimes it does have to come out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like um like w- when you've got a wax hair that you're just like, oh, I'm going to keep this on and we're going to wax it off. <laughs> wow. Um, please rate, review, subscribe. Shoot us an email at hello at lkandrossi.com. Buy our soft pants at lkandrossi.com forward slash shop. Uh, you can follow us on socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but we don't tweet anything. We're on Instagram a lot and we use a lot of filters, so we look really good. Um, check out our other pod, which is We'll Never Be Royals, and it's really lol. Uh, you get it on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, we're going to be on a variety show called In Newcastle Tonight. Castle, Newcastle. What else? <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you all of a sudden. Bye. Bye. Hey, mate. Hey, LK. Do you ever get so busy you forget where your pants are? Yeah, sometimes. Well, I have a solution for you. Please tell me. At lkandrossi.com, we have a fully stocked merch store that includes soft pants. Yeah, and we also have a blog and links to our Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, 
We're so good. We bloody are. See how good we are by visiting lkandrossi.com today.